cliffcentral.com. Hi there, it's Michael Kahn here, and I'm in studio at the CX Innovation and Tech Fest with Brett Lindsay. We are talking about innovation around customer experience and the disruption thereof. How are you, Brett? I'm well, Mike. How are you doing? That was a very formal start to a, to a Futurology it, podcast. It, it was. It was. Um, and when you say studio, it's very loosely interpreted as a big auditorium at the Maslow. Fantastic, though, isn't it? They've <laughs> it given good. us a whole auditorium. I, f- I feel quite special. Um, but, Brett, it's been a yes. fantastic two days here. It has. It really um, has. And, you know, this is an introduction to it, to, to all of our guest speakers who who have joined us in the in our makeshift studio, our outside broadcast. Cost. Yep. Um, and, and how have you found it, Brett? It's really insightful. I, I like the fact that there's a lot of local speakers yes. uh, all sharing case studies and use cases from local businesses doing things to impact the customer service area within our country. 100%. And it's great to see that. I mean, we've always known South Africa is a great hotpot for, for innovation. And it's great to have innovation, but it's another thing to execute it and put it into the workplace. And Absolutely. There's great things happening in South Africa. So that's encouraging. And, and inspiring. But, but yes. it's also been quite interesting listening to, to a lot of the comments in the audience. It's really interesting to see a lot of uh, the challenges people are face around innovation and this world of disruption with technology, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which is really what we're doing here. It's really about the inspiring part of 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 what we offer as 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 a podcast as as an organization for sure getting into organizations and inspiring people to to shift their thinking around that yeah so rather than being afraid of the future start absolutely. embracing the possibilities around that change absolutely and it's really cool uh, the the great thing about customer experience as a as a focus is that it's it's about the people again 100% so absolutely it's not technology led it's not all these things that are sometimes too big to understand or comprehend it comes down to the person it comes down to a real Real need with real people. Absolutely. And we can inspire that change to say, don't fear, embrace that change. Let's uh, go. Absolutely, which is critical. But Brett, do you want to just give us a very brief introduction to what this is all about? Cool. So in short, it's the CX Innovation and Tech Fest where they celebrate people, technology, ideas, and innovations that are literally transforming the way businesses make and keep customers. That's the important thing. So it's one thing to get them, but how do you retain them? Absolutely. And that's, it's, it's around service and what is the, the big talk around CX and what are we doing innovatively? What are we doing things? But it comes down to the fact that we know the world is changing. Absolutely. Customers are more demanding. Customer loyalty is decreasing. New technologies are constantly emerging. And it's, it's how do you get your market share? As a business that has a huge consumer base, how do you get that market share? How do you attract them? How do you keep them? How do you seduce them to stay with you or even come across from the dark side? And you've got to make sure that it's the USP that you start to have is around customer experience and the customer service. It's not so much low-cost pricing anymore. It's not high-quality product. It's how, what is your brand? What is the combination of all of that? Absolutely. And there's great discussion happening here at, at this. And it's, it's, it's round about how technology has become an essential tool to enable a shift in thinking uh, with business to move more into a CX way of life. And, uh, yeah, it's really great to see it happening here in, in Johannesburg. Fantastic. Well, enjoy this podcast. What we have done is we've changed the format here. So please download this podcast. And the rest of the CX podcasts are available on our Futurology homepage on Cliff Central. Yeah, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, we have a Twitter handle at Futurology Show. And you can tweet us as much as you like. And we'll be tweeting out some of the shows as well. So follow Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Fantastic. Enjoy. <laughs> 
Hi there, and welcome to the next podcast. We are still at the Customer Experience Innovation and Tech Fest. Brett, we ha- we've got some cool conversations coming up. Yes, and we haven't had a lot of uh, ladies on the show. No, we haven't. You it's know been... what? We actually need to talk to the organizers about that, because that's not yeah. actually good enough. You know? No, it's no, really no. Not. <laughs> but uh, we, have a, we have a beautiful guest uh, joining us on the show uh, for this interview, uh, Miss Rulia Milan from F&B. And uh, tell us who you are and what you're doing at F&B. Great, thank you. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Michael. Um, just on your comment around the ladies not talking, quite weird. One of my colleagues um, and I had an observation earlier on, and we actually saw quite a couple of females in the audience, which is really great yeah. to see yes. that the guys are coming through from a customer experience point of view and putting that stamp from a female point of view um, onto that. So just in short, um, I'm Rulia Milan from First National Bank. Um, I am a banker born and bred. Yeah. My first and only job, I'm straight out of our Oh, cool. And actually stayed with an F&B from my internship, and I'm still you, you, there. You've only been there for, what, two, three years? <laughs> it's been, um, yeah, two, three years and then 10 years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you actually do at F&B? So at the moment... Um, what we've done about um, a year and a half ago, we started looking at just the call center structure yeah. across the bank. And we've really seen that a whole lot of guys, because of our ownership model, have gone in and created their own little call centers across the bank. Oh, wow. So okay. you can just imagine. Out of need. Out of need. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And out of having that need to talk to customers, to sell to customers outbound, inbound. So you can just imagine the cost because everybody yeah, went and absolutely. had their own little systems to go and feed in and um, have their agents work on it. Um, own recruitment programs. So we did a whole lot of investigation and we realized that there's room for at least taking two or three of the big ones yeah. and slam them together as quick as possible. So that took effect um, literally a year ago and since inception I've been looking after customer experience Fantastic. for specifically that business unit. Okay. Um, and yeah, just making sure that um, yeah, from a customer experience point of view, yeah. from the word go that we get that going right. Fantastic. And, and not having to try and catch up later on. Yeah, absolutely. Lay the right foundation and get it working properly. Exactly that, Michael, yes. So, so tell us some of the experiences you've gone through this, because I mean, this is not an easy process and it's not a kumbaya process either. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it, in, in matter of fact, it's actually a very difficult thing to do <laughs> because you are going to people and um, first of all, you're going yeah. to work, deal with a lot of legacy here. Yes. These are call centers that's been in like a, a whole, well, a couple of years in existence. They have their own processes, yes. um, leadership teams um, that they um absolutely believe in and um, you need to come now in and tell yeah. them that you know what there are things that need to change but not everything will then I think that was such a key learning mm. is not everything had to change because we weren't the yeah. be all and end all we actually took in some of the other call centers with and bringing their legacy stuff yeah, in and, and use them. You can learn from each other as well, absolutely. which is brilliant. And, and that's the approach that we really tried to take on. And I think it made okay. it easier after the two big ones to get the other guys coming to yes. us. And now we actually have guys standing at the door saying, oh, we cool, want man. to merge with yes, you. Absolutely. We see what you're doing is the right thing. Fantastic. So, yeah, yeah really great, great story, actually, at the end of the day. Now we're bursting out of our seams, new building, and yeah, we can't keep up. Well, that's, that's fantastic. So, so in terms of the customer experience process, what is your core focus? I mean, what are you measuring and how are you tracking the quality of the experience? So 
I think the, the, the key thing here for me, there, there's two parts to this, um, Michael. So one is really understanding within the business just the customer yes. experience. So really um, trying to get 2,000 agents on the floor buying into this customer experience yeah. concept. Okay. These guys are driven daily with a lot of operational measurements. So yeah, they're absolutely. constantly being thrown operational measurements into their faces. And they all report into an operational structure as okay. well. So customer experience um, sitting on the side is constantly here as like the little 100%. ankle bite. <laughs> um, can you please do this? Can you do this right? Mm. So um, what we've really done is the first point is to try and kind of like counter the operational guys practically yeah. to build in measurements into the scorecards of their agents and group them under custom experience. So they immediately you start getting that high level yes. um, awareness of every month that you sit down and have that conversation that this piece is around my custom experience. Some of the measurements were there. So mm-hmm. it, it's your... Um, your um, CSAT scores, that's there. Yeah. We've just grouped it in as a customer experience score and we brought that awareness into that every month conversation. Phenomenal. That's the very other cool. thing for us is really just to have a view of our customer across F&B. So our yes, customers great. touch us now and then, but they also have a branch experience, digital experience, and at some point up into PC, um, our private clients and our premier yes, customers. Yeah. So it's really making sure that we are lining across the board mm. and that we can give our agents an omnichannel view to help the, when the customer comes in that they can see where the customer touch points were before this. Okay. Without having you answer the same question now, uh, it's one thing, you guys have done a great switch to F&B campaign that happened a couple of years ago, and you had great, great impact in, in the retention, or not the retention, but the, the, the gathering of, of market share. Mm-hmm. How important is it to not only have customer service, but to have excellent customer service to retain those, those, <laughs> those, those switches? In fact, if I can interject, because Celsi did something very similar, but they did it the opposite. They were just acquiring customers and they were falling off when Eleanor yeah, Craig... So they, were, they weren't hanging around too much? No, they weren't, because they weren't actually solving the problem. So yes. yeah, it would be interesting mm. to hear what you say on that. So, absolutely spot on. I think that if you do not have... And I think something that we obviously took from this is you kind of like when you do such big switch campaigns, parallel to that, you must yes. already start building the your retention, retention strategy. Yep. Um, we, we didn't do it that way, but luckily for us, we mm. actually kind of like jumped on that wagon mm-hmm. okay. quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there you have, um, a whole, um, customer focus approach that we have taken now. So we've moved yeah. back from a product view into a segment view. Brilliant. So okay. we've really okay. personalized and personified our customers and we've made sure that we treat the customer based on their specific needs. So we've got a whole lot of sub segments within our segments yeah. and we've got specific focus areas for them. Okay. And what their next need would be after just a transactional account. So to go out and be proactive about approaching them and, and making sure that we keep them interested with yeah. us. That's brilliant. I mean, because banking is not just about having a checking account or a savings account. It's about the life of your client and the life of your customer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, they're going to go through home loans. They're going to go through vehicle finance. They're going to go through all these things. And you need to make sure that your customer service allows them to think of you first along the way. Um, how does that strategy differ, if, if at all, mm-hmm. between the different offerings within the bank? And so it again just brings me back to Luckily, we were quick enough, but to yes. get that segment approach. So yes, okay. from a segment approach, we really don't look at product at all. Yes. It's really taking a bundle for this customer. Wonderful. So what is the product suite that will fulfill or 
fit into this customer's life. So you can have all of this when you want it. Exactly. It's Brilliant. here for you. And we, we mm. have technology that we um, actually pre-score and pre-approve customers to yeah. log on to your online banking and you can see all the offers available to you and literally by one, two clicks it's yeah. there. It's in your account. So yes, really so I've, 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 no, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah. You're trying to get rid of those offers because you just want to make more money. I was going to show you oh, how the, to do the, that. The just for, the I'm just, glad you noticed it. The just for use. Yeah, no, yeah. I like the just for use as no, well. No, exactly. But uh, what type of technology are you guys using within the bank to, to actually achieve this this wonderful customer experience? So we have um, w- the first one that we've introduced is interaction analytics. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen some of those demos. Oh, we've spoken, yeah. Over the last year. Yeah. So it's a really interesting tool. Um, it really gives you a great view of why customers are phoning us and what the experience is for the customer off the back of that specific call driver. And yeah. like, at the end of the day, that's where you need to start to build yeah. a customer journey. Um, it's, it's really bad, but um, sometimes because you focus on the tech so much and on the operational side, you don't realize that the information or the BI that you get from the, these areas are um, purely from an operational area. So it's yeah. really what's done on the system that's recorded. Yes. It's not necessarily what the customer asked for. So the technology around interaction analytics actually mm. allowed us to now for the first time yeah. really see why customers are phoning us. And even if it's aligned to what is then done for them on the system. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so the really key piece of tech, um, I think, I don't see a call center in the next couple of years not having that piece of um, tech. I really can't see it. It's really important. And then obviously we have some NLP stuff that we're exploring at the moment, really um, trying to get into the next verge of actually implementing some of those things. And then omni-channel, exploring also investigating, looking at an omni-channel technology. And I mean, you guys were one of the first adopters of using mobile apps uh, and and doing banking through the app, and not just banking, Mm -hmm. but also doing secure chat and having a lot more access to, to banking. Uh, how has that evolved since the dawn of the first launch of that app? Oh, wow. Our app is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't say so yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, stop it, Julia. Um, we, we really have um, a state-of-the-art banking app, as you know. And yeah. yeah, we have a demo the other day around just what's coming um, and what's going to be released on mm, the app in the yeah. next couple of months. And it's, like, breathtaking. Yeah. Like, really, you can't even imagine it. Bankers think about these things yeah. <laughs> to make people's lives easier. And yeah. really that, it makes my life easier as a customer experience um, professional yeah, sure. um, because I can with ease send my customer to a um, to the app and I know that they will have a great experience because the app is just done in such a brilliant way. Sure. I mean, I opened the app the, app the other day and this will give us a segue into collaboration, but I opened the app the other day and there was this AR feature where I could go and see all the e-bucks partners that are in proximity to where I am and... Mm. I could walk through walls if I could, and I could get there in a straight line. But I, I knew where they were exactly. and how, how close I was, and that was good. But that brings me to things like e-bucks and, and uh, partners. Mm-hmm. How important is it to collaborate uh, when trying to create a bigger customer experience? Oh, my word. Um, so from a just an e-bucks partner point of view, we've been adding on so many partners over the last couple of mm. Um, mm. well years and it, it's really been an interesting um, experience to try and see how we um, build different value props with different partners. Yeah. Um, so we have ShopRite and Checkers where we have the voucher system. Yeah. So where you go onto the app and you get the vouchers, but they're also linked directly with the eBucks rewards mm-hmm. program. Um, so you can actually go in and then mm. buy it for a discount on your eBucks. 
The one thing that this does create, actually, at the end of the day, is um, a bit of complexity just yeah. from an agent in front line. Yeah, um, sure. You're, not, you're no longer a bank now. You're yes. facilitating transactions. And, and to explain that to a customer is not always easy. It's such yeah. a great value prop to use, mm. and you can really use it from acquisition to retention or acquisition, activation, retention, etc. But it's very difficult to have that conversation. Um, the other thing is, we have all the different product houses who are stakeholders within this group that um, puts forward the behavior that they would like Absolutely. from the rewards program. So sometimes you, you, if you get too many different behaviors that you want to drive in the different yeah. areas, again, adds on to the complexity. So it's really making sure that you have a very clear line of what you want to achieve from your rewards program. Now, that's very difficult, though, because your app's actually the platform. It's not the actual app. That's mm-hmm. really your data gathering tool to offer convenience to your customer. How much of a challenge has it been to integrate backward into the platform to enable all of this? Because you talk about these really cool features that I can't wait to see, but how difficult is it to really do it from a platform perspective internally, especially how complicated banks are? And I know you're a bit more advanced because you've got that middle layer, et cetera, et cetera, that allows you to be a bit more interactive um, in comparison to the others. So... it's definitely, Michael, it's a challenge. Um, if you look at it from a call center point of view purely, like I am um, sitting in an environment where I have yeah. to service customers. Um, we're trying to go with a banker approach where you can service a customer holistically the moment the customer yes. reaches you. So now I need to make sure I give my employee the tool to um, yeah. understand the tool um, and all these little areas around each and every yeah. one of the products. So it's not only now product in knowledge and the customer experience um, training and yeah. um, skills that you need. It's all the little rewards tools around yeah. it <laughs> that you need to um, give them. Yeah. So it's a lot of development because mm, a yes. frontline system for telephony is different to a frontline system 100%, for face-to-face. Course, so absolutely. now you need to go and integrate a tool on both of those areas. Yeah. Um, well, to, I think to send that through. as a as an active F&B app user, um, the thing that I I, I see I, I I'm quite open to the idea to adopt some of the things you want to try out on the app. Like I like the fact that there I can do my car license registration through the app, and I know that I can go and buy a phone or I can buy an iPad or all these things that you've enabled us to do through the banking process. And that's I, I do count that as customer service. Even though I don't maybe opt into those things, the fact that that option is there and yeah. available to me, I'm, I buy into the idea of it. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I, the question I'm getting to is how open are your is the broad spectrum of customers to the testing of new ideas? Yeah. Um, so I think without giving anything away, um, <laughs> we're really trying to get that usage up for the yes. different, because it's all yeah. great and well. At the end of the day, there's still investment that we're making into getting those cool features onto for the sure. app. Yeah. So no point in having it there and, and no it's just cool. It. Yeah. So it's really about how do we get yeah. our guys to use it. And it really comes back to the segment um, portion. So understanding your okay. customer, your customer mm. profile, your customer product suite, and pushing it through um, that points of view. That's fantastic. Thanks so much for your time today, Rulia, and uh, thanks for all the information you've uh, told us about F&B and what you guys are doing in the wonderful world of customer ed- experience. Thanks, Brett. And uh, we look... We Did look, you almost look, say education? I, said in, I was going to say engagement, which it is, but it's more about the experience of that engagement, okay. which is important. Um, but yeah, thank you. We look forward to having you on the show again and learning more about what you guys are doing in the future. Great. Thank awesome. you. Great for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that was fun, Brett. I enjoyed that chat. It yeah. really, really was. Fantastic. And uh, that was just one interview of so many great speakers here at the CX and Innovation Tech Fest. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, if you liked this uh, interview and you liked hearing all the thoughts and uh, future 
explorations, then there's more. There is. It's, it's on the Futurology uh, CX page. Yes. So please go and find those on there. Also on iTunes. And, of course, if you want to be inspired within your organization, drop us a line because what you've experienced here, we're quite happy to come and set up a framework within your organizations because the inspirational part of moving beyond the disruption and, mm. and, and the challenge of technology is important to you. So thank you, Brett. I've yeah, enjoyed it. Thank our you, time. Michael.